Welcome to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow. I believe in taking massive, inspired action from an awakened soul. This show is a weekly dose of spiritual principles, personal development, and success strategies for creating an epically aligned life. Here's to your wildest dreams coming true with less hustle, grit and grind, more flow, ease, and grace. I'm the founder of the Live Video Mastery Academy, a TV host, speaker, best-selling author, and proud fur mama, and I'll be sharing real talks with successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, best-selling authors, spiritual luminaries, and high-performance experts in this unfiltered, transformational, and soul-centered podcast. Things are about to get real. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the Fire and Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, and I'm really grateful that you are here. Thank you for taking the time to tune in. Um, I'm really uh, excited, actually, about this topic today of learning how to really set healthy boundaries. And there's a reason why I'm coming on and doing a solo episode this week, and it's because of something that I experienced, actually many things in this past seven, eight days, there were so many of the same things that the underlying theme was around, okay, you always talk about boundaries, being loving but firm, but are you drawing that line? Do you love yourself enough and do you have healthy enough self-esteem to actually integrate them when the stakes are high? And I'm going to explain what I mean by that. And we're going to go through some, some cool principles around setting and owning healthy boundaries in a moment. But before we go there, and then I'll explain the story of why I'm coming on solo today. Before we go there, I wanted just to bring, um, to your attention a couple things. First of all, for those of you who have been picking up the AO skincare that we've been talking about here, the raw nature, refined skincare, that's truth and anti-aging, um, really amazing products out of New Zealand with pristine ingredients and cold press technology and so many other things that truly help us to restore our skin without doing more harm, which is by the way, what most products out there, especially in the skincare industry are doing. It's a lot of like crap. Even if they say they're pure, it's still a lot of crap. And so AO has really disrupted the skincare industry and it's kind of lighting the world on fire. And there's a reason why so many of you have heard just a little snapshot on this podcast and you're already going to pick it up and then you're sending me photos and letting me know that you're loving it because I also love it. And I would never, ever talk about it here if I didn't believe in it and stand by by it. And the reason why I think um, I, I decided to share that here, despite the fact that there've been a lot of companies that have asked to be a sponsor here or, Hey, can I promote my, my product there? But unless I can really firmly stand behind it, I've always just said, no, 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 you can't. Um, but with AO, it was different. And here's why I think number one is I got a chance to work with the founder and owner and then the CEO. There's two different men, but the founder is a, is a Harvard Derm by the name of Dr. Mark Gray. And he is a wildly successful Derm in New Zealand and throughout the region with, I think, over 25 um, medical practices. And what he said he was noticing after 25, 30 years um, of being in business and seeing, you know, patients and clients come to him to optimize their skincare or they have issues or whatever their concerns were, um, he noticed that the types of products that were being pushed on him and other derms in the industry to sell to products, right? Because that's a whole racket. You, I hope you know that. Um, really had a lot of crap ingredients. 
And he just thought, I can't do this if I'm living in integrity. I believe there's something that could be better out there. And I don't know if you've ever tried to put a skincare line together, ladies and gents. It is a lot of work and it's deeply expensive. And it is, it, it has to be a labor of passion. You have to feel like that is your mission. Um, if you do it with the integrity that I know Mark has. So. That's the one piece. And the second piece of how I got to know him and his CEO, James, really well is we got to work together as I was helping them. You know, you all know that I work with a lot of TV shopping clients. I do the shopping segment on Extra, and that's been the blueprint of what I roll out in my video mastery um, that helped me build my whole online business. And now it's helping tons and tons of my other uh, graduate students who are in one right now. It's awesome. But so they came to me through word of mouth, another client of mine. Uh, beauty soul. And they said, Hey, we, you know, we're going to, you know, put this brand in front of the, the buyers at, at mega shopping networks around the world. And we'd like to work with you to really get our messaging down. So we did that, but it was inside of those hours and hours and hours of zoom calls. Cause they're in New Zealand. I'm here in Los Angeles where I started to realize this is the real deal. And when I got underneath their data, their clinicals, their surveys, their quantifiable results, their measured results, it's like, Oh my gosh. So then I tried it and I was like, my skin, I literally have people all the time say, what are you doing differently? <laughs> and then I don't say this to brag. This is just literally flown out of a few people's mouths. Like, Michelle, you seem to be aging backwards. And I swear to you, it's AO. So if you haven't done yourself a favor and just gone to my website, fireandsoulpodcast.com, in the show resources of this episode, you'll see um, a website link for them and you can get a 20% discount for most of their products. Do yourself a favor and check it out. They ship internationally. It's really affordable considering the types of ingredients that are as pure as like you could pretty much eat. And the stuff works. It's effective. So um, yeah, let me know how that goes because I want you to get that in your hands and put it all over your skin. I mean, I slather on my neck, on my decollete, sometimes even on my hands, and then sometimes even on my feet. I am obsessed. And by the way, if you want to just like kind of start with something, start with their cleanser. Oh, it's like melts onto your skin, doesn't strip your skin away. Your skin feels soft and radiant and glowing. You feel like you're seven years old again or at least I do. So I think you're going to love it. So yeah, check that out, AO, on Fire and Soul Podcast. Also, one little thing. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because several of you have heard me talk about my Mastery Mastermind, which is the cornerstone of my online business. It's the fundamental to everything I do. And and then, of course, people get in there and then they, oh, okay, well, she also offers this and then she offers that. So this is a great way to just check out you know, our group, our transformational tribe, our coaching topics and leadership style. Cause I get to co-lead that with Tony Robbins, top master coach, Michael Nitty, who's mid to late sixties. He's got 35 years of master coaching under his belt and the polarity between us of him being a little older and male and having all that experience with my sort of whippersnapper take action, but always from an aligned point of view, right? Like I don't do the hustle, the grit and the grind. So anyway, this is our mastery mastermind. And I've been mentioning, I mentioned it here last week and three of you, which I think is really cool, three of you enrolled. So I cannot wait to meet you. We start tonight though, and it's not too late to join. So if you're interested, you can go to michelle-sorrow.com, which is also the same place where the podcast lives. And you'll see there is, well, actually no, go, yes, never mind. Scratch that fireandsoulpodcast.com. And I'll put up the link that you can get a direct link to the mastery mastermind. Check it out. 
read what we say up there. And then if it sounds like something you'd like to try out, it's three months at a time. We meet every other Monday from 5.30 to 7 um, Pacific. And it's a wonderful group. And there's a lot of accountability and a lot of inspired action. And it'll go through the 20th of January. So we'll take you through the end of 2019, through the holidays, and then really set you up for epically aligned results. And when I say epically aligned, you know, that's what this whole show is all about. Taking inspired action from an awakened soul for epic results. And so you and I will also create our, you know, life plan with 2020 vision for the start of the year. And we can do that together. And it'd be a great way to get to know you because I love hearing from you. And now that some of us are going to go on this journey together, it's going to be awesome. So that's at fireandsoulpodcast.com. And you can check it out. It says mastery mastermind. Because at the end of the day, what we fundamentally believe is you can have big goals and big dreams and big outcomes. And no doubt, we want you to make that happen, but not if it compromises your central nervous system or if it stresses you out or it leads to burnout. We want you to do it in a way where it feels good and it's joyful and it feels harmonious to you because it's in alignment with what you should be doing. And we help you get clear on that. So we, we help to remove any of the obstacles that would have you be playing small or kind of, you know, um, buying into imposter syndrome. We want people to live grand lives, be seen, get after it, but in a way that feels really good and right. So if this at all sounds appealing, head on over to fireandsoulpodcast.com and you can see the link for Mastery Mastermind. And we start tonight. I'd love to have you in there. Now we're going to dive into uh, how to set healthy boundaries. So the reason why I thought this would be a good topic for today, and it's going to be um, fairly short, comparatively, is because I went through several things this past week, and I'm not going to go into too much of the detail, but one of the ones that kind of really hit it home, um, well, there's two big doozies. Well, there's several big doozies, actually. But one of them was, I actually did have a recording that we did on Tuesday, which is classically when I record. And um, and then we rolled that out the following week. That's just my cadence, a little FYI behind the scenes. And this person had wanted to be on the show for about 10 months and had really like diligently reached out. Please, please, let's make it happen. When are we going to make that happen? And I liked when I met this person when we met. And I'm not going to give any references right now because I'd like for this person to be on the show at a later time down the road. Um, but what had happened is this person was supposed to, we were supposed to have a conversation about love. Um, you know, love, just self-love, finding love, being love, all of that. And it was, I was so looking forward to this conversation. I always find that, oh, whatever we're going to talk about with my guest, I'm like, that's what I needed. And then I always think if I needed this, then you needed this. So it's always like this beautiful thing, right? At least in my mind. And so I was like, oh, it was Tuesday morning when I woke up and I thought, oh, I cannot wait to talk to this person because we're going to talk about love and it's going to be such a yummy conversation because I loved when I met them. And we get into the call and it's just kind of like this really weird energy. And I, I was like, oh, maybe they're just settling in, right? And then about eight, nine minutes into the, into the recording, which is just a casual conversation, this person says, so are you going to like, do you have any questions? Like, did you have this planned out? <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I don't know if you listen to the show. And he's like, yeah, no, I haven't. I was like, oh my God. Wow. Okay. Um, I didn't say that, but I was just thinking that. And I thought, okay, well, um, then you would know if you did that I don't come in with canned questions. That's the beauty of this show is that I keep it fluid and I try to stay in the moment because that's where the real gold is, right? If you can be a deep listener, then you can have a real conversation that feels like you're having 
a chat on a couch where you're comfortable and, and then you guys just to get, get to listen in on it. That's what's been working for this show. And you guys have been giving me the feedback that you love that. So, you know, that's where I'm going with it. And so that person was like, oh, okay. All right. And then we kept talking about love, the most powerful topic. And there were a couple of times when I just didn't agree with things that they were saying. And that's okay. I don't have to agree with my guests, but this is the first time that that had happened. So typically it's like, oh, well, what do you mean by that? And then I could hear what they have to say. But when I did that, this person was very defensive and it felt really hard. And then the energy also started to shift even more into what almost felt like anger. So then at a certain point I said, are you okay right now? And they were like, what are you talking about? And it was like, whoa. (laughs) And then they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, it's just that we're talking about love, which is the most powerful thing we could probably have a conversation about. But the energy that I'm getting sounds more like anger. And I'm just, you know, just want to check in. And they were like, oh, you know, they just were not self-aware. And so, and this is like, you know, a coach and runs programs and, you know, fairly successful. And so they were just surprised that I heard that. And, you know, we still, we still kept going, but then the kicker, the kicker was we're kind of wrapping up the conversation. And then they say to me, well, listen, you know, for your mindset mashup listeners. And I was like, whoa, what? And then I was like, oh my gosh, not only have you not listened to an episode ever, not even one, just to get an idea of the format or the flow or anything, even though you've been asking for 10 months of when can I come on the show? You don't even know that the name of the show changed back in June to Fire and Soul. And your whole vibe feels kind of angry and bitter. This is all really strange. So my friends, what I'm trying to say to you is that's no judgment on that person. We can all have off days. But what I realized is, and I'm just saying all this truly out of how do you set healthy boundaries? You set them by saying, I don't have, okay, so here's what happened. I thought to myself, as I ended that conversation, this is the first time that's ever happened. And I've had like 70 interviews on this show, or I don't really call them interviews, but conversations. And that was the first time where I wrapped it and I felt deflated and I felt tense. And we talk about that in here a lot, right? Expansion or contraction. I was in contraction. So everything in my body and my central nervous system and my energy knew this was off. And how many times do you feel something's off, but you ignore it? You belittle it. You bypass it. And so then you might overdrink, overeat gossip, criticize, complain. You're doing this stuff subconsciously and you don't even know what's going on. And it's because you didn't honor that instinct that actually was a nudge of this is out of the scope of a boundary that's around values that you probably decided for yourself, but you're not honoring that for yourself. So our bodies will never lie in the energetic, um, exchange of that will also never lie to us. Our bodies are our most efficient and sophisticated pharmacies. I hope you know that. I don't talk a lot about health in here because I'm not like an expert, but I absolutely know about energy. And when something doesn't feel right, oftentimes it will manifest. When we're stressed and overworked and maybe even overwhelmed, which is, you know, used to be my favorite flavor of suffering, but I don't do that anymore. I certainly don't say it. Doesn't mean I don't experience it in moments, but nothing like it was last year. Um, then I know it's time for me to reset, unplug, you know, recharge. And I know what those tools are for me. So we're going to talk a little, little about that here. But what I, what I was thinking when I hung up with this, this call on Tuesday was, well, shoot, I don't have anything else to put up right now. 
normally I'll have like six or seven of these conversations in the pipeline and then I can pick and choose what would be appropriate for this time or this time of the year or whatever else I'm rolling out, for example, right? And I thought, oh, um, hmm, I don't want to release this because I'd have to edit too much. And it's not about not taking the time to edit or my producing team, you know, doing that because I love my producing team, Ginny, by the way, stay tuned because we have a really cool podcast, free masterclass coming up on December 4th. Um, And then we're going to have an opportunity for you. If you're curious about a podcast to launch your own in late January, just planting that seed here. Jenny is the best. Hi, Jenny and team. (laughs) Um, And so anyway, and I thought, uh uh-oh, okay, well then I'll just record one because I would rather come out and explain a little bit about healthy boundaries and how to really honor those because that can be really great content that I think will be great takeaways, especially as we move into the holidays versus putting something out where every part of my body knew that it went against even what the show represents. So for that, I don't say that to brag or to impress, like, look at me, I'm so great. I honored my boundary. It's to let you know that was a hard decision. It was like, oh my gosh, what will this person think? How do I explain it? You know, we know so many people in common. There is that, you know what I'm talking about, you guys. If I, if I don't deliver, then will this affect our community? Will this you know, cause him to gossip or to speak negatively about me. And I actually don't really know because I just don't know. And actually it's not my business, right? What others think of us is none of our business. It's a great quote. Terry Cole Whitaker wrote it back in the seventies or eighties. Um, what others think of me is none of my business. That's real. So own that. But the reality is, is that it's my show. It's my show. I started a podcast because I wanted to have epic guests on that were taking inspired action from an awakened soul. Which, And if you're awakened and you're conscious to that, you're in more joy than anger. You're in more levity than restriction. You're in more expansion than contraction. You're feeling more generous than stingy. You're in more flow than force, right? There's no grit. There's no grind. There's no hustle. There's more ease and grace. That's what this show is. And when I'm conscious to remember that, I do it, which is honestly about 80% of the time, which in the past, it used to be 80% the opposite. So I'm really, really grateful for my progress. And I, and I'm, you know, it is what it is. We're all just making progress. And, and so I just thought, okay, well, it's my show. I'm going to put this out and we're going to talk about boundaries. So there it is there. Now I want to share with you something that can help you start to also understand maybe how to set them for yourself. And this is something that's just a little sort of a guidepost. And number one is you got to give yourself permission. So I am, I was um, really honored to be an expert guest in a year long program. You've heard me talk about it here and some of you actually um, registered for it and you're in it. Permission granted. The program that Patty Aubrey, the billion dollar brand builder, um, president of Jack Canfield, enterprises, you know, a business partner to Jack Canfield of 30 years. Y'all know I'm going to Costa Rica, Costa Rica with him next week, um, uh, which I can't wait for. And my mother, and I'll share that with you here when I get back. But anyway, um, so this, this, this program permission granted is a whole year long with monthly modules and lessons and themes around stepping up, showing up and speaking up. So you've number one, you have to give yourself permission to set a healthy boundary. And the way that you give yourself permission, my friends, is that you have to love yourself enough. And so that sounds easier said than done. So if you're like, well, I love myself, Michelle, what do you mean? Well, then how about check your self-esteem? Is it healthy enough to honor that and to speak up when it's scary? 
and to do it in a loving but firm way. So you have to give yourself permission to speak up, to show up and to stand up and to be real with yourself and to live with intention. These are some of the themes that we've been covering so far um, in Permission Granted. So number one out of the five is you've got to give yourself permission to set the boundary in the first place. And I really want you to look at your life, your friends, your colleagues, your family members, people that you associate with, because let's say it's part of proximity, like Let's say you're a dog owner like I am and you go to the puppy play park and I go there, as some of you may know, almost every single night, my dog needs to run and I need the fresh air. And what's happened over the past two years is that there's a lot of other dog owners. And so we've become, quote, friendly, right? And our dogs love each other. And so we all kind of hang around for like 30 minutes and we chat and we catch up. And most of the people there, I really enjoy But there's been this one person where... um it's just been like really um, low vibration conversation and insults, you know, to everyone and lots of drama. And it, I just noticed that it brings the energy down. Now, does that mean that I won't connect with her or her dog, by the way, also kind of, you know, is ang- anxious and gets after everyone, dog-like owner. So they say it's all energy. And so her dog is constantly like, ah, 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 like trying to like get after every dog besides my dog. Luckily, her dog loves my dog. And so anyway, nice lady. I enjoy her company at times, but there are other times when I have to like, whoa, be very clear on my boundaries. And so if I go to the dog park, (laughs) oh my God, and she's the only one there, then I will keep it short. And my boundary is don't open it up to anything personal. Don't have conversations about things other than sort of really surface and don't get into really anything. Just keep it really light and focus on our dogs. And that's it. That's a boundary, right? So maybe that's for you with, you know, your kids and other parents, or maybe your synagogue or your church or those communities, or even in personal development and spiritual environments. Like you have to understand boundaries. Again, a big barometer for me is, do I feel expansion or contraction when I'm with this person or in these kinds of conversations. And if you find that you're numbing out, like, oh my God, you know, eating so much and going for the extra fries and the extra Diet Coke or whatever, that might've been me. Then you want to take a look at that. So just, or, or, or two extra cocktails or one extra glass of wine or whatever that is, just be aware. So give yourself permission to first of all, even set the boundaries. Number two, be honest about your limits. And what I mean by that is, <laughs> Just what I said about the dog park owner, right? Or the person that was supposed to come on the podcast. It's like my limits. It's like, I can be loving and compassionate and empathetic for virtually every single, actually, no, every single soul on the planet. I'm talking what's happening in our political administration to, you know, some really awful things that are happening around the world to what might even be happening in my immediate family from time to time. And some of these things can be devastating and so painful and really hard to hear or hard to know are happening. But I can still have empathy and compassion and a loving heart because I see the truth of someone, even this dog owner, right? The truth of who these people are, are whole, perfect, and complete. They're a pristine soul. Their behavior right now might not be a fit for me energetically, but that doesn't mean that it won't always be. I'm always open to change. I've told you guys that a hundred times here. It's the dot, dot, dot philosophy, right? It's not finite. Nothing is. There have been several people that are no longer in my life as a result of me fully waking up at Date with Destiny 2017 that weren't 
a, an energetic fit anymore because I drew my boundaries and I gave myself permission to do that and I knew my limits. So for example, let me show you another example of, of knowing what your limits are. Um, I used to get my hair, you've heard the story, but let me just bring it up. I used to get my hair highlighted by like one of the quote best in LA. And he's been, he was my colorist since he was the assistant to the assistant to the colorist. That's how it works in LA. You have someone for everything <laughs> in New York too. The person who does your cut is not the same person who does your color. The same person who does your base is not the same person who does your highlights. The same person who does your highlights is not the same person who does your extensions. If you're me, I do extensions. Um, sometimes. And so most of the time actually. And, um, so I was always going to like three different people. Well, anyway, so this guy was the best of the best. Um, he had worked his way up, but he had always charged me the same rate from when he was the assistant to the assistant to the, to the main celebrity colorist. And, and so I loved the rate and I loved his work, but I noticed as I was waking up and putting myself out there, which as you know, takes a lot of boldness, a lot of courage. And it's scary in the beginning. Oh my God, it's so scary. I totally get the imposter syndrome real, you know? And, and so the, the last thing that you need is one of your quote friends that you've known for 18 or 20 years to start saying things like, Hey, you know, someone's saying that you should really walk your talk. I remember sharing that with you guys here. It was so hurtful to hear some of the things that was coming out of this person's mouth that I like thought we were friends. I, you know, I loved and I had conversations and I would, and so those are the hard conversations. That's how I like, okay, what's my limit? My limit is you don't just cut ties and run. You have too much history. You guys have traveled together. Back in your real estate days, you sold him like three or four properties. Um, you were there when you saw his mother, saw him buy his mother, a saw you helped him buy his mother a house and you were there watching the video when he unveiled the gift to her. I mean, it was just magic. And the man has a beautiful heart, but somewhere along the way, and this can happen when you start to rise and you start to wake up and you start to be courageous, other people can get uncomfortable with that and judge it and play small and then take you down with them. I'm not saying that would happen. that's what happened to him. I have no idea what happened. All I know is that I went to him and I said, is everything okay? I care about you so much and we have such a history together. And I've noticed the last several times that I've been in your chair, you know, which is a very intimate experience. Ladies, you totally feel me here, right? Um, it's felt tense. I was in contraction and I didn't feel safe. I didn't say that, but it was like, I, I just felt a little uncomfortable. And I'm wondering, did something get said or did I do anything that maybe needs to be discussed? So that was my limit going to him. And talking about it, even though it was uncomfortable and not pretending that it wasn't there because it was clearly there, but I kept ignoring it the first few rounds. And then once I was like awake, I couldn't ignore it anymore. Do you understand what I'm talking about? It was like, I had to talk about this because I love myself too much to put up with this. This is clearly uncomfortable because he was like throwing little jabs at me then and like throwing little, yeah, uh, even thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I don't deal with that anymore. And that I love myself enough and I have high, high enough self-esteem to not put myself in that situation. But I had scarcity mindset. My limit was, well, he's affordable and someone at his level, because, you know, he'd worked his way up over 15, 20 years, they're like 800 to $1,000 for highlights. And he was only charging me 150 which is really, 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 really cheap here in L.A. And so the thought was, is like, I don't want to spend 800 or $1,000 for that. That's just ridiculous. But because I don't have a built-in relationship with, you know, someone from a long time ago, I'd have to start over. And they don't know me, so why would they give me a break? And so I kind of held on, if I'm honest, for that. So that's where I compromised my integrity. And then I realized it's not worth it. There's 
tons of other colorists out there. I'll find someone else. Surely there's someone else out there that can do your color. That's also not a thousand dollars every five, six weeks. Right? So bottom line is, is that I did bring it up to him and he said, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, everything's fine. And that makes me crazy. That is not a boundary that's being honored. That's, that's just no longer acceptable. And so I tried it like actually two or three occasions. Long story short, we could not come to an honest conversation about it. And so I had to find someone new and I haven't been in his chair since. I have a newsflash. My color's fine. <laughs> and in fact, on some days, I even love it more. So ladies and gents, we can take care of ourselves, but we've got to be honest about what our limits are after we've given ourselves permission about what those boundaries are. Make sense? Number three, be assertive. Say what you mean and mean what you say. And that is exactly what I just discussed, okay? With my colorist and and also what I'm sharing here about if I'm out here and I'm spouting, having integrity, living with a barometer of expansion versus contraction, you know, walking your talk, then you've got to do it right? Doesn't mean I can't love people from afar and see them for who they really are, which is a beautiful whole soul. No one's ever less than nobody, not in my world. That's not my spiritual belief, but their behavior may be something that I use my discernment not to spend time with. That's a boundary. You can do that with family, with quote, friends that you've known 20, 30 years that you don't even feel good around them. Again, what's the barometer? Expansion or contraction. I had someone who was in my life for almost 20 years and we touted the whole best friends, you know, title on social media, which I was like always proud. But over the last several years, it was like, hmm. I actually don't feel comfortable with this person. I don't trust this person. Um, I don't really enjoy my time with this person, but I wanted to preserve the title of best friend for 20 years because who would I be if I didn't have that title? And who would I be if I let that person go for now? Remember, I'm never finite, but I let that person go and I didn't have anyone to replace them. And could I live in that limbo and that vacancy? Because that's scary. It's like, oh my gosh. And then what would her friends, which is our social circle, right? Our expanded social circle say about me. And that all felt really scary when I was embarking on this new journey of starting this show and launching my first programs and stepping up fully into the woman that I know I was made to be, which is all the work that I'm doing now, which is not about me and it's only about others, but we have to walk our talk. And so I had to do that with her and actually a couple of others and good news, ladies, because I say this mainly for ladies, because it seems to more women resonate with this, but men too, I totally get that you might hear this as well. Um, but when I made space, yes, there were some vacancies for a while and it was scary. And I, I got a little worried. I was like, oh God, did I do the right thing? Because it was like, you know, weeks and weeks and weeks went by and I didn't have a lot of regular text messages in the beginning. And then you know what? People started coming into my life and I could recognize them as like, oh my God, I expand when I'm with you. I expand when I talk to you. I feel like you get me and you celebrate me and you want my, for my success and you see me for the truth of who I am and what I'm trying so hard to step into so fully. Because in the beginning, it's kind of like you have training wheels, right? When you put yourself out there on social media and you're like, hi world, this is me and I'm going to go make an impact and I want to help as many people as I can step into themselves fully as well. That's scary in the beginning. Because your friends are like, really, girl? Because I know you from 20 years ago. And you're like, yes, it is. It's true. It's true. It's true. Because you could be doing that too if you decided, right? So as I started to meet more people, 
mainly in my personal development space, some from my mastermind that have become like best friends. And also in, you know, Tony Robbins events, Jack Canfield events. I can tell you now, I look around my world now and I'm like, it's not perfect every day, but for the most part, like by 98%, I'm like, wow, that person's in my life because my vibe attracted them. That person's in my life because, wow, I earned that or I grew into that or I woke up to that's who I am too. So my standards changed and then my boundaries changed. And then let me tell you, you see very clearly, it's kind of like when you've been eating, you've been eating really healthy for a long time and very alkaline. And then you eat some crap for a couple of days. Like let's say you go on vacay or you go to a concert and you eat the hot dogs and the popcorn and the chips and the Coke and whatever else. I don't know, the drinking and, um, and your body says, whoa, 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 (laughs) right? Swollen, low energy, bloated, puffy eyes. At least that happens to me. So we always get the response, but do we take the time to listen? So again, be assertive, say what you mean and mean what you say. Number four, and this is huge. Don't apologize. Rachel Hollis, who's not someone that I really follow, not because I don't like her. I just don't, I just don't happen to follow her. Um, I follow like Brene Brown and Oprah and Byron Katie and Abraham Hicks. Those are sort of my female avatars and Maya Angelou to the day I die. Um, so I like just really deep stuff as you can probably tell. And so. Rachel, for me, has just been a little more surfacey, but I totally get that she's got some great, great stuff out there. And if you love her, I love her that you love her. Um, I just haven't found my, I'm saying too much. I don't need to. Okay. You get my point. Um, I just feel bad. I'm like, I'm not trying to throw shade at her at all. She's amazing. Millions of people love her and they follow her, but she wrote a book called girl, stop apologizing. And this is why it's so key. It's just another reason why as to be number four, don't apologize. <sighs> Ladies especially ladies and guys, you'll start noticing this too. I want you to start paying attention to how many times you hear yourself say, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm late. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you're trying to squeeze by and get in the aisle seat and on the flight, right. Or trying to like, you know, get into the middle in your seat when you're going into a movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, or like you're running into the soul cycle class or getting the yoga class. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Flip it and say, thank you for allowing space. Thank you for letting me by. Thank you for being patient. Thank you for understanding. Oh, thank you for being kind. Oh, thank you for, for being compassionate in that moment. Not, I'm sorry. Stop apologizing. Seriously. I didn't even read the book, but I will love Rachel for that book title because that's all you need is the book title. I'm sure the book was great. It was a New York Times bestseller. I just didn't read it. Um, but that book title, I was like, oh my God, it's the best title ever. Because when I read that, and even though I had heard, don't apologize, stop apologizing, I had heard it pretty much my whole life because I was raised by a woman who lives by that. I hadn't really fully integrated it until that book came out and it became a New York Times bestseller. And then everyone was talking about it. And I was like, oh my God, that is so part of healthy boundaries. Stop apologizing, please. And if these are making sense for you, please share it in a story because you know I love my Instagram stories. Okay, number five, put you first. Put you first. This is really radically important. So you want to put you first. And I don't mean like be self-absorbed, self-centered, all that stuff. I'm talking about knowing what you need, not just what you want, knowing what you need. So for example, today is Friday. I didn't plan on recording this, but when I decided to really honor my boundary of like, you know what? No, I can't put that episode out that we we recorded on Tuesday. I don't have any time to record anything until Friday, but you know what? And then Friday, by the way, was supposed to be 
full on, I'm in launch mode right now, right? And when you're in launch mode and some of you understand this, you're promoting like a new program and you're going to close the cart like Mastery Mastermind closes on Monday, which is today. You guys be listening to this in real time. Um, normally it's like, no, go, 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 go. Send the emails, <laughs> you know, post everywhere. Make sure you get more enrollments. And you know what I did today? I put myself first and I was like, okay, I've been promoting all week. I'm really happy with our number of, of registrants. Um, of course, there's there's room for more and we have space for more and our program accommodates for more um, in the way that we put it together. It's deeply intimate. And um, and I was like, what do I need today? I was like, I need soul cycle. I need to exercise oxygen mask on self first. Number two, I also needed a meditation with sound bath healing. And Avery Whitmore is one of my favorites in LA. And the last two Fridays in a row, I've gone. So I set that up to do Soul Cycle and then come home, shower, and then meet a girlfriend there. And then my girlfriend, whom I met at Date with Destiny. Hi, Steph. Um, she sometimes listens. Hi, Steph. Um, Steph and I met actually at a stoplight at 2 a.m., um, getting out of like, I think night two of date with destiny in Florida, almost two years ago. And we were staying in the same hotel and she was coming out with her husband. They were newlyweds at the time. And we discovered that like we, we lived a few blocks from each other and we both had small dogs and, and we both loved Tony Robbins and personal development. And we just had a lot in common and I just love her soul. So we became friends and we've been friends ever since proximity is power. And, um, and so I, we were going to do the meditation sound bath and then we were also going to go to lunch. And by the time I got home, it was like 3.30 p.m. And I thought, as I was, I, I was talking to my sister as I was driving home, and I was just like, oh, what a great day. Like, I haven't done a day like that for myself where I'm not working or facilitating or leading, and I'm just with a friend and just taking care of me, putting myself first in a long time. Because even when I go to the dog park, which is virtually every single day, I never think of that as doing something for me. Even though I, I get benefit, I do it for my pup because he needs to run. He needs to get the yayas out. He needs to be socialized. You know, he needs to be out there too. It's vitally important for his overall, you know, happiness and, and vibrancy. And uh, <laughs> I swear he appreciates it. He's such an amazing pup. Um, Samson. And, um, and so, so I was telling my sister, I've had the best day. I feel so aligned. I feel like I had two days like at the spa, which by the way, guess what I'm going to do this weekend? I'm also going to go and do a massage and a facial before I head to Costa Rica and have a full week next week. And the reason why is because in the middle of launch mode, or let's say you've got a major deadline or it's taxes or you're going to, you're getting married or you're about to, you know, host a friend's baby shower or bridal shower or birthday party or whatever it is that you have going on in life. If you can carve out deliberately time to put yourself first in that time, I cannot tell you the ROI you will have. First of all, you'll be so completely centered and present that you'll be able to remember the boundaries that you'll have. You'll be able to tune into your body to know if you're in contraction or expansion. And then you won't do things like overeat or gossip or complain or feel exhausted and you really don't know why. Because you're like, God, life is good. I'm very blessed. I have all these things to be grateful for. Why do I feel so stressed? Well, probably because, my friend, you haven't been honoring your boundaries. And when we are taking care of ourselves, we can love ourselves more deeply and authentically. And by the way, that also increases our self-esteem. Now, self-esteem is like a very 80s concept, a very 90s concept, but it's kind of underrated in 2019. Not really that many people talk about it anymore. We talk about authenticity and owning yourself and all that language is awesome. I do it here too, but just good old fashioned self-esteem. 
You know how you increase it? You take time for yourself, self-care, self-love. You create boundaries. You give yourself permission to do so. And you actually honor them. And then you walk your talk. If you say you're not going to gossip and complain about people, then don't do it. Right? Now, I'm not saying I'm perfect. And by the way, neither is one of my mentors, Brene Brown. I listened to a whole podcast that she was on with Russell Brand. By the way, if you're not listening to Under Your Skin with Russell Brand, oh, you're missing out. He got a great podcast. Um, Tony Robbins was on it, um, whom you know I love, as well as many other people that I love. But Brene Brown was on recently, and I was on some flight, and I heard the whole conversation. It went over an hour. And I listened to every word because they were so cool together. They were so natural and just like raw. But Brene Brown, who is a um, recovering gossiper, um, says that still sometimes she'll get caught up in it. And it's kind of like the thing, especially being a good old Texan. And it's like what they do. And when she had to first stop doing it and catch it and then draw boundaries around not doing it, I was like, wow. And then she said, wow, even recently she got caught up doing it. And I thought, you know what? I did too. I had some people that were causing some real trouble in the mastermind. This couple, they um, decided to kind of talk negatively about us. I don't really know the reasons why. And I let that bother me. And then I just kind of did it back for the person who told me about it. And I was like, what am I doing? This is crazy. They're perfect, whole, and complete as they are. And guess what? We can let them go, right? And so that's going to happen when you're running large groups and you've got a community that's expanding and you're now in thousands of people. Not that thousands are in the mastermind. There's not. But like I lead communities now that are going into the thousands. So you're going to get one or two every once in a while. I'm really grateful that I don't have public trolls, right? Like I am so grateful. For the most part, my heart is in the right place. But when I catch myself in constriction or contraction and I'm feeling small and I'm not putting my boundaries first and I'm not honoring what my values are, which is no gossiping, (laughs) then I can catch it. But how beautiful to catch it and then to release it. Don't make yourself bad for it. Doesn't mean you're a horrible person. You just catch it. So this was a lot. I hope you loved it. I'm not going to lie. I got some of this from one of the ladies that I follow also on social, Lisa Bilyeu. Um, she's amazing. And I was looking for content for today. And that's what we do, right? We go and if you're in my mastermind, you'll know I talk about the three eyes all the time, which is when you're starting something new or when you're looking for content and you want to share really relevant, meaningful stories, but you're not feeling like you have a momentous message or like you have any great statement that's going to change the world because we do that to ourselves in the beginning. Or even sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I don't really know what I'm talking about. Well, then you find someone that inspires you. This is what they all do. Jay Shetty, Lewis Howes, Tony Robbins, you know, basically emulated um, most of Jim Rohn and Les Brown in the beginning. This is what we do. Oprah's all about Maya Angelou. This is what we do, y'all. So, but the way that I ca- uh, came up with this was um, the three eyes. So you imitate right? So find two or three people that you really love in social media. You just love their vibe, their message, and you can just hone in on that. That's your tribe, right? You imitate first. And then before you know it, you start to integrate. This is actually my whole journey with Tony Robbins. I used to use really strong sort of masculine energy because I was imitating Tony, burn the fucking boats. And I did a lot of effing and, you know, all that stuff. And then I started to integrate and I was like, oh, wait, I'm actually more flow and some intense action. And then you'll innovate. And then when you innovate, it's your own voice and it's your own message and it's your own content. But that oftentimes happens by imitating, then integrating, and then you begin to innovate. And by the way, everyone does it. So do not think that you have to come out with original content if there's a message in your heart that's saying, hey, I want to start some some of this stuff. I want to make an online impact. I feel like I could really help people imitate, integrate, innovate. 
it's what they all do. It's what we do too. So yeah, um, today I was like, oh, I saw something on social. And I was like, you know what? That's a really great thing to talk about, but with my own stories. Integrate slash innovate. Does that make sense? I think it does. <sighs> I've loved having this conversation with you, even though I know you're just listening. I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Um, I'm actually really grateful for this time because I had to get some of the stuff off my chest and I feel expanded. And so you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my little pup to the park. <laughs> We're having a crazy heat wave down here in LA. It's like 92 degrees and there's a lot of fires. And so please send your prayers for the animals and the people and especially the elderly. It's just so hard, right? For them to get out. But I always think about the little animals. Oh, um, there's fires everywhere in California yet again. Each year, it's just so crazy and scary. Anyway, but we're going to go to the park. Um, and I feel blessed by that. And I'm going to do that for him. Um, but it's also part of me, you know, setting time for myself. So you know what I'm not going to do today? Besides sharing this with you in this call, there's no marketing on the mastermind today. The seats will fill, the enrollment will max out, and it's going to be the best mastermind ever. And if this speaks to you and you'd like to learn more, you can go to fireandsoulpodcast.com and you can check out the Mastery Mastermind link. Obviously, what's written there is nothing compared to what happens in there, but there's a reason why there's about an 80% retention rate. And this tribe um, is really powerful and it's so welcoming. So you would be welcome too, and it would be an honor to meet you. So if that appeals to you, by all means, check it out. Have a beautiful rest of your day, my friend, and I will look forward to next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fire and Soul Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review this show on your favorite podcast player. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.